Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, once again, thank you if you're watching us. This is CTD Among Blacks. My name is Oyebanji Kings, and you can call me your fresh. And this is CTD Among Blacks. Uh, today on this episode, I have a wonderful friend. She's been a friend for a while now, and uh, basically we've had some conversation that I believe it would be a nice thing to have her on the channel to, you know, tell us some things about and to help people that have the same experience or that are still in that kind of a situation to know how to go. And like I always say to people, our goal and objective and vision is to bring awareness to things that we go through in our community. And we're not trying to enforce our idea or vision on how we might see things, but it's just a room to create um, discussion that I know for a fact in America people don't have a lot. And so with that being said, um, to me today I have Katie, like I used to call her, but uh, she is going to call it in an American way because I don't want to call it <laughs> in, in Nigerian way like I used to. So um, Katie, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Okay, well hello y'all. Um, my name is Khadija. Um, KD for short, you know, some people say Khadija or Khadija too, but Thank you know, you. <laughs> it's Khadija. Um, hey. I'm glad to be here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm glad to be there. I cannot wait to dive into the discussions. I'm ready to talk and see what you got. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for that. Um, um, I think I'm so impressed with your um, you know, introduction to. I feel like I gotta learn from you about that, though. You know, I'm still new my own way, but I like that. Thank you very much for that. Um, so what we're gonna be talking about today is uh, we're still under the um, season of cultural shock, mm -hmm. but what our, our topic for today is gonna be how the experience Nigerian, American Nigerian born in America, the perspective of how they see and things they go through in Nigerian community in America. Okay. You know, um, uh, I will say this about Khadija. She's born in America, uh, but she's Nigerian-American, and she has never been to Nigeria. No, never But been. she has so much attribute that a lot of Nigerians do that if she doesn't tell you, you will never think she hasn't been to Nigeria. And for the fact that I talked to her to the first time, she was telling me, like, I've never been to Nigeria. The expression I have from my face got me caught up where I feel like kind of having this stereotype way of I didn't expect that from her and you know I think that was one of the one of the reasons why I said I wanted to come on, on the podcast on this channel to you know can be the face to help a lot of people to understand like there's nothing wrong and there are people like you that have never been to Nigeria but that embrace Nigerian culture in a positive way mm -hmm. uh, so with that being said my first question I'm going to ask you is um, how is it going up being a Nigerian American in America um, I would say that you get the best of both worlds, right? Because you get your Western culture, right, from outside the home. And then you get your Nigerian culture from inside the home, family, friends, like going to like religious events. Because well, I'm Muslim, right? So I get it from going to mosque. You're um, Muslim? Yeah, I'm Muslim. My, your parents make you know like you're Muslim. Yeah, so like I was, my, my, uh, my mom's Muslim. Um, and then, so I grew up Muslim. Like there was a point in time where I wanted to make sure that I was like Muslim by choice and not because I was raised that way, just because I didn't want to have resentment for a religion that wasn't truly for me. So I went through a whole little thing where, um, I like went to church, you know, oh. and figured out like, okay, is, is church, do I feel at home at church? Right? Like, is this comfortable for me? And I did that and like, it just, I did that for like maybe six months. And I learned that, like, church just wasn't home for me. Like, I just never felt comfortable. My soul didn't feel comfortable in it. Uh -huh. And then I went back to mosque. 
and like I knew like truly like it felt like home. So like I'm Muslim, Muslim, you know, not even not by not by mm, <laughs> not no by, by mystic, yeah, not by verb, like you rep it, talk, rep but, like, it. Like I I go to mosque, yeah, I your class, name, Katie, everything, Katie. everything. And so like I'm Muslim, Muslim, and so like that's that's where I get like all my energy, like just listening, like also like listening to music and stuff like that, like going to things that represent my culture. Um, that's kind of like how like like when I was in college, I was in the NSA at U of mm. H, like you know being a part of things like that to help bring me closer. To my culture. Shout out to you of age. Okay, right? go Cougs. Woo! Yeah, so, shout out to so, all yeah. you. So, like, that's how I learned about me. And, of course, my mom. Like, my mom and my family. Like, that's number one. You know, so it starts I, from home. I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tricky in the two ways. Growing up, being in the Western world, mm-hmm. and you being able to recognize yourself as a Nigerian-American. Yeah. Having to have people that don't recognize themselves as American-Nigerian. For you growing up, how does does that kind of help you? Does that make you look different? Does that make you special? Were you having any stereotype of Nigerians that you find it's hard to find yourself in that community of Nigerians growing up? So I will say that being Nigerian American, right, and then like be like befriending or speaking to people who are Nigerians who come to America, you find yourself in a place where you feel like you kind of have to prove how Nigerian you are. Right? So Nigerians. Yes. What? Wow. Being being Nigerian American, sometimes you have to you have to prove to other Nigerians that you're Nigerian because growing up, grow, yeah, growing growing up, like and wow, then, yeah, like I mean, and like the thing is, I feel like I probably didn't ex- I probably didn't experience it m- until like more so I got to like college because when you're younger, mm. everybody's in the same boat as you. You know, you know, you know, like everybody doesn't have that mindset yet. It's only when you're older because now you're you're mixing with not just like people who are like your age but you're mixing with people who are older than you when you're in college when you go out to clubs parties events things like that you're not mixing with people who 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 have like who may have just come here or they've been here since they were like maybe 16 or 17 but you didn't grow up with them things like that so you you have to it's it's a different space with them too sometimes and so Sometimes you have to prove, like, how Nigerian are. Like, I get asked, like, oh. How, how, how does that make you feel trying to prove to the community that you think? So this is the thing. I've heard a lot of Americans that I have as friends, like, you know, this country is kind of messed up for you. Like, you can't even, you know, trace where you're from. <coughs> mm-hmm. But for you, you were able to trace where you're from. You know I'm an American, but I have a part of me that from Nigeria, like, and easily. Yeah. And when you find yourself in, in the community of those of your caliber age, and they're kind of telling you to prove how does that make you feel being around Americans and they ask you questions and you're like, you know, y'all, do you believe the our people? They, my people want me to prove to them I'm a Nigerian. How does that, how does that pave way for you around? What was that experience growing so, up? So like, and having to prove that I'm Nigerian, right? Like people ask you questions like, oh, what, like what, what kind of food? Can you cook this? Da, 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 da. Can you speak this? Or like if I tell them, oh, I understand Yoruba, but I don't speak it. It's like, oh, so then now I'll be asking me like bare questions in Yoruba. Like, oh, what's your name? Where are you from? Things like that. They'll start asking me questions like that and I'll be responding. And I'll respond in English and just like, and then they're shocked. They're like, oh my God, what are you really doing? Do you like it? Or it and makes I'm just you like, look like- it, it's irritating actually, because I'm just like, why do you, why do you feel like I need to prove myself? Like, why are you asking these questions? Like, you wouldn't ask your fellow other Nigerian um, to prove that they're Nigerian because they were born in Nigeria. Like, so why are you asking me because I'm Nigerian-American? How do you or, manage this? When it's I mean, happening? like, I mean, as of... Do you talk to your mom about it? No, or? like, 
there's nothing to talk to her about. I think um, I can, I, I always get that question. Like after I've like proved that I'm Nigerian, it's now also oh, who taught you? Like, wow. And I'm like, my mom, like, what do you mean? I was like, I may have grown up in Western America, but the house that I lived in was a Nigerian household. And they're just like, oh my God. And they're just like, wow, kudos to your mom. She did a good job. I'm like, um, kudos to her for doing what a normal mother would do, teaching their child. So that's how you think, that's how you look at it, right? You I think, think it's, I think it's everything normal. Everything your mom did was it's normal. normal. That to me is normal. I feel like, well, I don't know why Nigerians get so shocked about Nigerian Americans knowing the culture, speaking the language or whatever, things like that, when Asians do this, Hispanics do this, and you don't see that as a shock because Asian kids who were born here and their parents come from Asia and they're born here, you don't, you don't get, you're not shocked when you hear Asians speaking Korean or Japanese or Chinese. That's like, oh yeah, that should be happening. But why Nigerians think it's a, oh my God, I can't believe it. And you want to give kudos. That's weird. Like it should become norm. It should be the norm. Hispanic kids speak Spanish to the, with their parents all the time. We don't think that's crazy. We don't think that's abnormal. That's the norm. You, sh- your, your, your child should know the language or the culture from whence they, from, from where they come. And the fact that Nigerians sometimes think, see it as like, oh my God, wow, kudos, great job. Like, that's normal. That's, we should all be doing that. But this is the thing. Uh, before we move forward, if you're watching, maybe it's morning, it's afternoon, it's middle of the night, you find yourself in the gym, you're driving, or maybe you're on a plane, or maybe you're just having a relaxing time listening to this. This is CTD Among Blacks. And the reason why we call it CTD is to connect all the dots among all blacks around the world. But our main focus is Nigerian and American. And so you can follow us on YouTube and check it out, CTD Among Blacks, on Apple Podcasts, on um, iHeart Radio, on Spotify, on Amazon Music. And again, we have a website which is called www.ctd Among Blacks. We have a channel on, the, on our website where we allow people to write, uh, you know, if you like to write blogs, you can write to us, we'll vet it out. If we think it's going to help our community, We'll surely drop it out and put a credit for you. And one last thing is, if you have any suggestion on any sponsoring thing you would like to work with us, or you have any view you would like to you know, share your story, you can reach out to us on our email, ctdamongblacks at gmail.com. Uh, with that being said, I want to go back to the question that you're saying. I'm laughing because this, the reason why we have this channel is to talk about things like this. You will be shocked that somebody like me doesn't know things like this. You might think it's normal because... <clears throat> The kind of movie and things we're being told is just being an American is down here. People are being taken like you don't have the, some way to understand some things. Like, I don't think it's normal for you to do what you're doing. I've been subjected, being stereotyped to think like that towards you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're an American, Nigerian American, man, I don't even want to think about how your mom might raise you. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to think like this. So when you tell me it's normal, I mean, denial to believe you telling me is normal, like your mom's supposed to train you right. I'm not saying we don't think they don't train their kids mm-hmm. right. For the fact that your parent is, your mom is Muslim and you're Muslim, says a lot about your mom. Now, the thing is, you come out right in the sense that, which means there's a lot of family homes that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're just denying the fact of embracing you to understand, like, wow, you know what? I would like to learn some things from your mom because however she might have done it, Something I need to learn from. But we're being in denial of that. And that's why you see us like, that's not real. Like, it doesn't make <laughs> no sense. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. No, now. I get it. I get it. 100%. I understand. So, and I'm trying to say that for people that might be listening to this, because mm-hmm. not everybody have 
the courage of how you're able to go through it. Like I asked Chris, how do you get it? Like, you know, I just figured it out myself. Yeah. Not everybody do that. So I, I, I want to go further by saying, um, in, when it comes to, uh, don't let me go too fast into that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to drag back. Okay. Um, do you think, what, what would you want to tell Nigerian communities that come from Nigeria that see somebody like you? I have a reason why I ask you then I'm tell you the next question. What, what I want to tell them? Yes. Like, don't be so quick to judge, right? Don't assume certain things. Um, like, just take us as one of your own because at the end of the day, we are, right? Like, we're all Nigerian at the end of the day. Like, the same Nigerian blood you have is the same Nigerian blood I have. Just because mine didn't originate there doesn't mean I'm any less Nigerian than you are. Like, mm. I'll be right there next to you at the parties. I'll be right there next to you eating the same food. Like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. My next question is kind of tricky. That, like I said, it's two things I'm trying to put in one. You just talk to Nigerians now. They don't understand somebody like African American, but I have Nigerian and American blood. What about Americans that want to mingle with Nigerians? What would you like to say to them? Come, come on over. Like I feel like it's great for them to embrace the Nigerian culture because when I was growing up. We were all kinds of African booty scratchers. And they told you that to in school? Yeah. So, like, the thing is... How like, did they know you bought your bunny head? Or how would they figure it out? Like, because, yeah, okay, so... Your name? Yes, right? So, I, I go right, I go by my Muslim name, right? But when I was in school, I went by my Yoruba name. Oh. Uh-huh. That kind of screwed you out. So, when I went by my Yoruba name... But you still speak American, even though you have a Yoruba name. But it didn't matter, because my name was different. When you're in elementary school... Kids don't care if you speak the language. Your name sounds different. They gr- they're going to make fun of you. So, like, they, did like... Did you tell your mom about this? Yeah, I did. I told my mom about it. So, your mom was able to help your children. Mm. <laughs> How so, do you... No, what I'm saying now... Because this is D for kids. Yeah. Kids experience what you say right mm. now. Like, some kids will never have the chance to walk up to their parents and tell them, like, you know, mom, they told me, like, this in school. Not every kid's talk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, some kids will pick that path and it becomes how they want to see every black Americans. Yeah, for sure. But we all know when everybody's young, it's based on what our parents allow us to learn or how we've been exposed to dictate mm-hmm. how we react outside the world. So for those kids, so I'm sure they might not understand what they're doing. They're just selling to them. So I'm saying, how do you manage to see the positive side? Because I know you still, you be around Americans, you really don't, I've, I've talked to you a lot. You're not that kind of person being short-sighted about mm-hmm. every race. And that's very good of one of you. So how do you manage to, um, you know, get out yourself out of that, fully non- thinking they mean bad but they just don't know better so like element so so i'm I'm gonna go like from grade school into like kind of adulthood so in grade school once again like everybody makes fun of everybody in grade school because kids are mean right like (laughs) that's just how we are when we're in elementary school so we don't we're still learning how to like process people being different from us so in grade school like people people made fun my name and stuff and got and i got called names because I was, like, my name was different. And then, you know, like, oh, you're African, da-da-da-da. And it was more so, I told my teacher, I told my mom. And then it kind of got handled. It got settled. And then, I guess when you realize, like, okay, you're, you're forced to be included and stuff. And then you end up making friends, right? Because, oh, now you're kind of forced to be in this circle with, with these kids. And then, you know, then you all become friends. Because when you're young, become, finding a friend is, like... You, from one minute you can be mad, the next minute y'all can be best friends, and that's kind of just how it was. Mm. And so, th- so you're able to get over um, the path yeah, like and elementary make school, friends. yeah, elementary school, and then that's like, good. and then I just I'm like, and I am just the type of person who is normally just like 
I'm always kind of in the mix with people. Like, I'm a very friendly person. So, like, as I got older, I just kind of kept that same aura about myself. And so, keeping that same aura about myself, like, I just continued to make friends. And after elementary school, like, I never was made fun of again. Like, it was just, I was, you know, the girl. Like, I mean, I was Buki. That's my year my name. So, uh, that, that was me. Like, and I never had any issues, like, from elementary school until now. So... Oh, so you only have that experience about yeah. LinkedIn and just exactly. yeah. So it all, but that's great. Yeah, like and so I'm for you I'm, exactly right. So that's not always the same for everybody because there are people who come when they're like teenagers and then they're like thrown into like the American public school system or just like the American school system in general, and they they have their thick Nigerian accent or they they don't dress according to societal standards and stuff like that. So they have to now navigate those waters on how on like trying to assimilate. But it's so hard to assimilate when you're like 15. And you're so used to, you've grown up all this time being a certain way. And now you have to like change and learn. And so sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not. Oh. Um, and so like, and I've, I've definitely made, and like, I personally, like whenever I see someone who's Nigerian, like automatically I'm like, oh, you're my friend. Like I'm automatically, oh. <laughs> I am that person. Like, oh, if you're if I find out you're Nigerian or African in general, I'm like, oh yeah, we're friends. Like my party, like that's, that's, that's how I feel. Like there's nothing like I will talk to you like I've known you for years because why not? Like we're off, like we're from the same place. Like I know that's how you see it. That's how I see it. I feel like if I know at least a small part about you, why not be friends? Like I will talk to you. Like we've been friends forever. Even if I don't see you again after today, you will be my friend. We gonna walk together, talk together, laugh, kiki, ha ha. And then go about a business. Cause I want everybody to feel comfortable. Um, everybody doesn't do that. Everybody doesn't make everybody feel comfortable. And I know how it feels to be in a space where you want people to talk to you, and then like you're just like, but I don't know anybody. What have been the experience over the time of that experience of you trying to meet new people? Like, as is, has it been encouraged? Have you been encouraged to want to do more, or you've been like, you know, and I gotta be selective of people I didn't want to be around Nigerians? So I will say, like, my personal circle is small; it's very tight knit because that's just the type of person I am. But I'm still very friendly. Like, I will talk to any and everybody because at the end of the day, like, you, I could talk to you today and you could become one of my best friends because I just said hey to you and we just had a random conversation. But, like, we like, oh, yeah, I vibe with this person's personality. I'm going to continue talking to them. So mm. that's just how I see it, right? And so I'm big on just making sure that people feel comfortable when they're around me because I want to be comfortable around other people as well if, if I met them for the first time or the 10th time. So mm. that's time, that's like where I'm at, like in my life, I guess. That makes a lot of sense. I'm about to be tricky next again with this question. When it comes to, um, I want to ask you this personal, uh, a little bit about relationship thing. thing. Okay, okay. Um, what What is your perspective about Nigerian men? Oh, okay. There are so, two. Okay. Traditional Nigerian men, the one that acts like they're more Western, you know, and the one that are born here, but they're Nigerian. Three things. Have you experienced three or just one? All of, all of the above. <laughs> so, if, depending on how you want to answer the question, just... Okay, so first I'm going to say, Nigerian men, I love Nigerian men. I love my Nigerian men, I love my Nigerian men, I love my Nigerian men. Uh, this one, you're blushing about Nigerian <laughs> Okay, now, I like that. Because, like, Shout out to a Nigerian men okay, out Okay, yes, yeah, shout out to my Nigerian brothers, because, look, what... Y'all might be demons sometimes, but I love y'all, okay? Um, what do you mean they might be demons? We're not going to do this. 
Does not let me answer my questions first before no, we. I, I just mean, what do you mean by saying they're gonna be demons? Though? Um, because we all know you're about demons, evil demons, Hasa demons, adult demons, so, all of them. So, in, de- in, in, in answer to that, you're about <laughs> the worst ones, right? Well, I, I say you're about because I'm your about, so that's always gonna be the first one that comes to my head. <laughs> why would you want to pick your about because you're about? No, I'm saying, sell your so, people out no I, I'm saying the, you deal with all of your about the people. first when it comes well, if I'm thinking of Nigerian men I'm thinking like you're about men first because I'm your best, so I'm gonna automatically. That's what you. I'm saying because you're about you're trying to sell your tribe for us because that's how you think about it. No, I, I, I'm just messing with you. Don't mind me. I'm just joking with you. But go back to the question. So, I will shout say, out to everybody. We're not doing no roasting <laughs> in here. We just I'm just trying to crack out so that you tell me the real answer I need. So I will never say that though. I will never sell my Yoruba brothers. Thank you, thank you for that. Shout out to all tribe Ibo, Ibo Kueno, um, everybody. So. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Nigerian men, um, I love them like top tier. I will always, I will, I will shout your praises on the on the highest mountain of the world because when when Nigerian men love and they actually like you, not like fake like you, but like when they really like you and they want to commit to you and everything, like they will do any and everything for you. Like they know how to love when when they actually like the person and they actually oh, love yeah. the person. You're making all Nigerian men blush, or you like okay? <laughs> because it's true, like. Have you ever seen a like a Nigerian man actually in love? Like it's a very beautiful thing. But oh you know, God. do you know Americans say one thing about Nigeria? They said Nigerian men they are quick to fall in love. Like after a week. Okay, so yes, like I've heard that too. I, like I've heard that and I've experienced where like after we are just like, "Oh, I love you," and you're just like, "How? How can you love me?" So you don't believe in that? I. Okay, so it's possible to love. Well, you got to tell me just from your own experience. You yeah, don't no. believe when a man, so I, when a German tell you like. You know, after two weeks. I don't like, even want to say that. Like, Nigerian men, black man, white, any man who says I love I'm, you. I'm only saying about I, Nigerian okay. men. Okay. So, I don't think you could you can truly love someone, or like be in love with someone after a week. Because you, there's no way that you know them wholeheartedly, inside and out, after a week. Then, now, you can say, I have love for you because you care about that person. But to be like, oh, I'm madly, deeply in love with you, sir, I'm sure it's probably just lust. It's not real love. So do you think you got to, do you, does American think there should be a splitting of time before somebody can tell you I love you? I, like, no, I don't mean that you can't say you love me, because mm-hmm. we got to clear, we're, we're not saying Nigerian don't say that word, but it's just the intention that comes with that. Mm-hmm. So do you think there should be a period of time before that intention start coming out from them? I mean, if you want to be, if you, if you want to be serious with someone, then your intentions are going to be from the beginning. doesn't matter um, but that's what Nigerian men do after like a week because I saw it online they say oh Nigerian men after one week you about to talk to their mom talk to their friend well, you so, become my so, wife so, I'm saying, so like it depends on if how genuine or real it is right because he could re- he might really like you or whatever which is perfectly cool but to say that you love me after a week I'm gonna I'm gonna be skeptical because but why because it's, it's a week I don't you just said when somebody loves you, the guy just started from the onset. Yeah, but you don't have you don't have to say I love you from the onset. So American feel like it's wrong when you start telling me, you know, I'll marry you, I'll do this. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong because I know people who be like, I met you can you can say, oh, I'm, I met you today, but in the in their head they're like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be my wife, right? Like that happens. People have met and they know within like that one week of like me and a person like this is the person for me. I'm going to marry them, but you don't have to say it out loud yet. Like give that other person time to get to know you as well, because they may not be like, they may not feel like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a marriage person after one week. They may not be where you are yet. So you can feel that way. I'm not going to dis- discredit or like take away anyone's feelings because I can't tell anyone how to feel, but 
give that other person some time to catch up to you. You know, let them let them experience you and then be like, hey, okay, let me know. <laughs> let let them catch up to you so that they can now be like, okay, you know, like this is the person for me. Everybody doesn't move at the same pace. That's my only thing. Like you can say, oh, I love you. Oh my God. Uh, but like give the other person time to catch up. If they haven't exhibited signs of, of like love like that, don't do that because you might scare them off. If a man tells me he loves me in a week, I'm going to be a little scared. I'm be like, oh, why do you love me so quickly? What's going on? So you <laughs> think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. Kind of. I'm going to I'm gonna be, I'm just going to be skeptical. I'm like, why do you, like, what's going on? Like, why do you love me already? It's just Nigerian way, you know, that's just and, we, and, one thing we do. Oh. Even though it lasts, it doesn't last. Nigerian men just feel like after like a week, you know, I'll die for you. I'll do this. I'll but, do this. But, but then it's like a lie. It's not a lie. I'm just telling you that's just a norm. That's a norm to tell somebody that you love them after. It's a week. just it's just a Nigerian. I'm you saying you're girls a bad you love thing. them after after no, a week. No, I'm I'm not in that world like that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't do I love you in a week. Okay. Yeah, How I long don't. does it take to say I love you? I don't even think I use that word often anymore. Anyway, have you ever said Have you ever said I love you? To yes, I did. Okay, okay, okay. I did. But how I, long I, did it take you to tell them you love them? I can tell anybody I love them, but when it comes to female mm-hmm. partner, like yeah, I I take a while to use the word because my mom told me to. My mom made me to understand one thing. It's easy to say things. Mm-hmm. Staying into that word is very important. Yes. So you can't just tell people things, you know. My mom tell me since I was in my high school, like, don't tell no lady you do this. Because there's a power in doing that. Mm-hmm. So if you can't keep up to your word, find something or don't find yourself in a situation where you got to say it. Your mom's a smart woman. So one thing I always say when most ladies... <laughs> nah, you're trying to put me out there anyway. But I'm going to say it <laughs> like this. So when most ladies tell me like, oh, you know, I love you, I always say the word smile. Mm. Yeah, you say smile. Yeah, I just say smile. And Thank then what? It, I, I've I've said I love you back to people. Okay. And I've, I was first like, okay, you know what? But that's just passing on me. I'm not even about my life now. Into this, we're about you trying to give us some juice right now. So don't let <laughs> don't, don't let us just get distracted about where we are. All right. Okay, so okay. don't drag me on that journey. That's another episode for another episode. Okay. Where okay. people want to know, did you fresh? Then mm-hmm. we'll go into that. I, I can be want to ask you the questions. Yeah, yeah, we can do I it. Yeah, you. for sure. Yeah, for real, for real though. <laughs> I, I think you, I think you'll be good to do that. So like I said, don't let me lose my track of what I'm saying. Yeah, you'll be good. I, I would like to have you to to question me about this about my personal life, but. How has it been for you being around Nigerian women? So, before we go there, because I didn't even get to answer the other question. You did. You told me about, like, yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Niger- about being around Nigerian women? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Have you had any experience where they call you, or they make you feel like, okay, you're African? You know you're African-American. I, I never condone one word that we both say. I think it was you, but I, don't, I had one episode like that, but I'm not sure. But I don't want to use the word how Nigerian Plus, you know, we use that word in our community, which I don't condone anymore around me. Mm-hmm. I was once using it too until when I really took my time to, you know, do some research. research. And I realized, so, so when I see people around me, I don't tell them not to say, but mm-hmm. I try to tell them like, you know, I'm trying to condone the habit of not using this word. Because okay. it's like something we use that we don't really understand the effect on the people we're using it. So I see no reason why, since I know I mm-hmm. should be an advocate to let people know like this is wrong. To use, but if you want to use it, that's fine by me because I, I can't control you feel. But I just don't use it. So, how have it been for you being around Nigerian women when they understand you're African American, you're Ni- because you're African American, you're mm-hmm. black, and you have this Nigerian feeling. You have you ever have any experience you like to share, or you've never been around? So for- I've been around Nigerian women, and honestly, I don't think I've ever had a bad experience. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right. Like I don't think I've ever had a bad experience. I think your name has been helping you. What? Could Once they know, yeah. So, I don't know because I, I've 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 definitely met other Nigerian women. And 
I've never had any issues where like they look at me any type of way um, or like they're, they, they don't like they don't talk or anything like I've always had good experiences um I think it's just because that's my demeanor right like there are some people who I know like they've they've met Nigerian women and like when they meet Nigerian women like it's a bad experience like they get cold shoulders they get snubbed they don't get talked to they just get looked at like with the why, why, why do you think that happens to those people I don't I can't I can't say right because some, some people may be more standoffish some people um just don't have the ability to like feel comfortable around new people right I feel comfortable around new people like always like that's just kind of how I am I don't know like I guess that's like my superpower right is to be able to to navigate a room with new and old people and not feel mm. awkward like I feel very comfortable like I can spark up a conversation with anybody new or old and you're like oh how long do you know them oh I just met them today and like oh wow that's crazy because I would have thought y'all were friends I'm like mm-hmm, I'm just met them today so I think for me it's just being able to like be comfortable and like be able to talk and like navigate because once again like I don't like to be uncomfortable so I will make sure that I'm always comfortable in all the spaces that I'm in and then I think with that comes the ability to have conversation with people who I've never met before and just be like hey like what's up da 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 and you know enjoy so this is the thing about the next question I want to ask you um, is um, you know a lot of African American want to go back to Ni- they want to go to Nigeria don't mm-hmm. use the word go back to Nigeria mm-hmm. some that have never visited you know there's this Internet has helped us to feel like, you know, I want to go to Nigeria. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. having a party, something like that. And for you being a Nigerian, you Kitty, you Khadija, you even say the name right. You know, you understand, like, they always say Khadija to yeah, yeah, Khadija, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you Kitty. And how have you been able to have this feeling like, I don't got to go home? Is it because there's no family back home? Or is it because you just don't feel like you got to go? Or is it because you're not there yet? Or it's like, no. Which one? Which one? So actually, none of the above. So I actually want to go back to Nigeria. I mean, mm-hmm. and I can't even say go back to Nigeria, but I do want to visit Nigeria. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been yet, and reason like it's just so many different things. Every time it seems I've wanted to go to Nigeria, something has happened which has caused me to not be able to go. Like like during, it was COVID times, and then it was like the SARS, and then like there but was yo, like yo between me and you have been traveling though, so don't give wait, me wait, 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 wait. you know traveling. No, I didn't say listen. You've been traveling, I've so been don't d- use COVID <laughs> to tell me you don't travel. Listen, yeah, uh, we both know that you've been traveling, so don't use well, like you know every time I want to travel something happened COVID. Can you give me something else that make you feel like you don't gotta go to no, Nigeria yet? I'm not. Listen, let me finish. Let me let me land, please, my fellow land. So, <laughs> you're trying to grab people back home to realize that you can speak no, the language. No, no, no. Shout out to all Nigerians out there. <laughs> Shout out to all African American, Nigerian, American born in America that can speak like that too. We really appreciate you. We love that you, <laughs> you can embrace that culture so much. So, um, my my mom's like, since it's my first time, my mom wants to go with me. So every time I want to go, she's been like, no, it's too dangerous. Like she was like during COVID time, she was like, no. So she just wanted me to go my first time without her just because she's like, it's your first time. I want to kind of be involved, be involved and just show you how it goes and things like that. I don't want you to get there by yourself and be lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and I can understand that because just the, the background that Nigeria can get sometimes and things like that. And she doesn't want me to have to go through that by myself, which I can understand and I can respect. So it's been those issues for me. Like at one point I was trying to go, she's like, it's too dangerous. And I was like, ma, like, what do you mean it's too dangerous? People going to Nigeria now and they're fine. She's like, no, 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 just, just wait, just wait. She's like, don't worry, we'll go, we'll go. So it's really me just kind of waiting on my mom right now. Um, I'm also thinking maybe, like, I'll be able to go with my cousin. Like, if she'll let me go with my cousin. So 
it's a it's a work in progress. And mind you, I'm I'm, I'm grown. I'm an adult, and I still have to like take the permission. <laughs> exactly. I think it's it's a Nigerian thing, you know. So this it's is how crazy. we do back home too, yeah. and that's why I'm I'm speechless about the fact that you have all those. Your mom was able to give you all those things because mm-hmm. a lot of Nigerians think. So this is the thing you have. So you have a mixture of traditional Nigerian norms, value, mm-hmm. and you still embrace the Western world. Of course, yeah. So for people like me that might come here, a lot of traditional people think we're not going to end up being able to produce somebody like you. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, your mom was able to make you have both ways. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you value Nigerians. You understand our language, even though you can't speak it. And you still speak well about a couple of words. And you still live in your Western world without being questioned. That is something, one of the reasons, like I said, I brought you down to the channel. Because people think it was, it's not possible. I'm a victim of that, too. If, if we didn't get to become friends, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have believed anything like that. <laughs> and it's something I'm craving to have so that you can have conversation and help people that are having the same thing to know they are not alone. Mm-hmm. Now I can relate with you now that I know I'm not alone. Now I know I'm not going crazy. Now I know that people doing the same thing that I'm doing, that we can all sit and talk, not to change those that don't want to be like this. But just to create room where we can respect when you're giving me an, uh, an advice, I should take it in. Not to use the stereotype of feeling, you know, you're African American, you're Nigerian, you don't really understand. Which you might be the one that will help me out. You might be the one to change a lot of things that people don't believe that. So that's one of the reasons why we're doing this. And the next question I want to ask you I have two more questions before we go. Okay. And. I don't want to put you on the line with this. I want to say. I mean, uh, no, no, no. Ask whatever you want to ask. I'm here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, So, no, I know you say you're going. I know you're planning. By the time you put me on the line, you <laughs> threw me down the bus. I'm not going like that. So, wait. Before, before we go to the next question, if you're watching, I hope we've been able to say something that kind of engage you. I hope we've been able to, uh, you know, give you something to discuss with friends and family. I hope we've been able to um, not waste your time by you listening to us. And if you're listening to this time, seconds, we really appreciate you. Uh, your listening give us the room to realize we're doing something. The goal is to help this generation and to give awareness to the next generation coming after us because I know what we're doing right now is nobody trying to give room for this. There's nobody talking about the experience you have. Nigerians that in Nigeria understand somebody like you exists that have never been to Nigeria but embrace the Nigerian world mm-hmm. because we're being told African-American. You're African-American, I don't care how everybody want to see it but if I don't even open that door for you to talk, I mm-hmm. wouldn't even know you're Nigerian. You might portray the Nigerian and you have met wonderful ladies that thought they are Nigerians but they're Ghanaian. Now, I'm going to tell you one tricky thing. I've met a friend. He's, na- he's a Yoruba guy. Okay. But he was born in Ghana. Okay. Right? But he go back to Nigeria. And when he speaks English, you mm-hmm. could see the Yoruba in his English. Mm-hmm. But he can't speak Yoruba language. Now, the twist is this. He got married to a Ghanaian mm-hmm. lady that was born in Ghana that go to Nigeria that can speak Yoruba very, very well. Wow. You said the trick. You- this family are in New York. They're in the United States, not back home. Oh. Yes, they got two kids. They're wonderful. I'm still expecting them. If you're listening to this, I'm still expecting them to have them on my channel. Like, the guy has, uh, you know, Trevor Mac, mm-hmm. and he speaks. Very quiet guy. He stays a lot in Ghana, but he can't speak my language. But a wife, if she talks, you think she's Yoruba. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. When I talked to them, I was like, damn, like, you really helped me to understand sometimes we just got to be more open-minded mm-hmm. when we talk. Thanks. Like, there's a lot of people, homes out there in America that 
they're really experiencing things we just got to learn from them and be like this does make a lot of sense like don't think everything got to go in my own way mm-hmm. it has to be like this and that's everything we're doing so uh without being taken taken away out of what we're saying uh if you're listening to us uh, anywhere you might be in the world afternoon morning night evening if you're in the park you're in the gym you're in the house you're relaxing and you took out of your no time to listen to ctd among blacks really appreciate you we want you to subscribe if you're watching follow us on youtube follow us on instagram uh, on spotify on iat radio on Amazon Music and and on Apple Podcasts, we're all live on those channels. And you just not doing that will not even allow you to enjoy more of this. And our goal is for you to enjoy more. And like I said, if you have anything you would like to give us in any story you like to share with us, you could always reach us on ctdamongblacks at gmail dot com. And our website is www.ctd ctdamongblacks dot com. Sorry for that. <laughs> I kind of blacked out. You know. So going back to my last two questions, mm-hmm. um, being an American, Black American, mm-hmm. do you see yourself getting married to Nigerian? Yes. Woo! Really? Oh yes. Okay. So let me tell you something about me. So like, like when I started dating and stuff like that, like I was like, oh, I like black men. So like, black men could be any kind of black man, Afro Latino, Afro Latino black man, any kind of African black man, black man, black man, black man. That was my my mindset. Mm-hmm. which is fine but then like as I got older and it was just like I really imp- I love my culture right and so and I'm not saying like I couldn't do that with someone who wasn't Nigerian it would just be harder and like I'm not opposed to to working with someone who's not Nigerian and us figuring that out mm. but I just know like it would be easier if I married somebody who was Nigerian how do you even come to this you want to embrace so much about Nigeria because like honestly, like look, like shout out to my mom because like my mom is the reason why I love being Nigerian. Wow. Like it's people who are Nigerian and be like, man, I don't, I'm not Nigerian, I'm black, and I'm just like, hmm, interesting. Thank you, mom. You really <laughs> yes, thank you, mom. Okay, yabuki. Yes, like <laughs> the fact that you even say you're yabuki, you you bring uh, the Nigerian yabuki <laughs> into how you say it without not going to Nigeria. Like you've never stepped your foot Mm-mm. in Nigeria, and you can speak yabuki. <laughs> you don't understand. Yabuki has done a big, big, big job. <laughs> shout out to yabuki. Anywhere so, you might be right now. <laughs> so it's just like, like, because her, and then like, I've always been like, my kids must understand and speak Yoruba. Like that has been a thing that has been on my head since I was like, as, as an adult and just knowing like where I want in the future for my children, my life, things like that. So I've always been like, my kids must understand. My kids must speak point blank period. That's what I know. Mm. And the best way to do that is to be with a what? Nigerian, Nigerian. Yoruba man. That would be Simple. able to embrace that. That would be able to do that for me, and my kids. And then I was like, if he's Nigerian and he doesn't understand, he can't speak Yoruba, but he understands. Cool. My you kids are... will be either going to Nigeria for the summers to pick mm. up the language, or my mom, or somebody's wow, mom, cool. or somebody's mom has to live with Gotta us stay. so that wow. the kids can understand Yoruba because ain't no way. Wow, that's, I, that's so deep of you to even be, think about yeah, think about it like that. If I can't speak Yoruba, who's gonna teach them? And you know, do you realize that we still I still regard it? I'm not gonna even say we. I'm gonna regard it like you're still an American. Yeah, you're black American. You know, yeah. You know, sometimes when I get you know into that word, but we we'll mm-hmm. still go back and say you're yeah, American. Yeah. And you really want that to happen? Oh, most definitely. That's that's what? good. Because I think like for me, I think it's so like it would be so dope, right? Like. I, well, let me see. You this. just like it. Man, look. Like, you can't like, even deny like, it. Like, 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 do you understand? Like, to me, you just like, to me, this Nigerian. To me, your body's sweet. Eh? 
We'll go. On, we'll go in the summertime. Learn, learn the language. Live in Nigeria. Learn, learn the hustle life of Nigeria. You can come back, and you know, hey, teach me what you learned because by then I may or may not have learned how to speak Yoruba by the time I have kids. But my kids can teach me Yoruba too if necessary because by far by force, like Yoruba will be that the the I language like in this household. I like and so, that. So, and that's just for me. That's what I know. Like I'll like my my friends who speak Yoruba I'll be like, yo, speak Yoruba to me. I'll be, I'm like, yo, teach me. I'm trying to learn. Don't laugh at me when I speak. Yoruba, Shout out please. to your mom though. Because she, I think she gave you um, the culture in a good way that makes you to embrace it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she did it because you you like talking about this yeah, culture. Yeah, I you, do. You you. There's a lot of Nigerians that are still Nigerian born here mm-hmm. or that was raised here, but they don't see it just like I see. And that doesn't mean they're wrong. Yeah, they just don't it's have just, that vibe yeah. like that. And it's, everybody's experience is different. I just know, like for, for me and what I want, like this is what I want. Um, I really, really, really wish I. I spoke Yoruba now as now as an adult. Don't get too hard. You know why I said that? Hmm. I can speak. I can read. I'm another version of you. Mm-hmm. I can speak Yoruba language so well. Mm-hmm. But tell me to read. Because my parents sent me to a white school back home. So oh. I was around white people and, mm-hmm. you know, all these colored people. So I really don't experience uh, in my school mm-hmm. the bunch of like, that's Nigerian, but we've really been told to speak English. So yeah. you, even at a break time, you don't really speak our language like that. So when I speak my language, when I'm back home, so it's all about me, like I said one more time, I'm saying it's the second time. But the last question I want to ask you is this. Um, what would you tell Nigerians uh, that I just moved here that mm-hmm. haven't been opportunity to come across somebody like you, that would end up coming across somebody like you? Um, what, what, what are the things you, what what can you tell somebody like that? Like, okay, uh, you know, if you come across somebody like me, why didn't you just act like this? If they tell you this, why didn't you embrace it like this? Um, so my only thing is like, if you're Nigerian, just coming over, like be patient, right? But also understand that like Africa is in, Nigeria is in, Ghana is in. Like I know right now it's like a trend. Like being African is at right now it seems like being African is a flex, right? Um, people love the culture, like like to be like, oh yeah, they like to, like oh yeah, I want to wear the clothes, I want to do this one, listen to the music, I want to eat the food, you know? So like. It's it's a tr- we're trending right now, but take it's not that be for life, right? And so while we're trending, show them what it is, right? Let them be, let them embrace it, and then let it become a part of something that they can become accustomed to. Don't let us become a trend, and then the trend dies, and then like we're back to like a negative stereotype, or whatever. Like let them know the the we should use it wise, exactly, right? Mm. And like don't don't be so quick. To be like, oh yeah, you're you're just American, da da da. Like, please, like, relax, right? Like, we're all here for the same thing. We're all, we're all trying to achieve the same thing—a better life. To do this, to be to be great. Same reason why you're here, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that I happen to be born here. You happen to just come here. Like, mm. we're all here for. The, we're all trying to do the same thing. So, just be patient. Understand that, like, Africa's in. So, look, have fun with it. Like, enjoy. Be befriend people. Have friends. Make friends. Like. Don't be so quick to judge someone because they may sound a certain way or they may act a certain way. Like I hate like the I hate the stereotypes of Nigerians in general in America because there's neg- there's there's so many so much negative connotation and mm-hmm. everybody's like oh scammers this that and the third but like that is like a small portion of like Nigerians. what everyone is like Nigerians we're we're so educated right. We have hustle mentality. Like, how do you manage to have the hustle mentality without not going to Nigeria? Though? What? Why? How does, <laughs> how does that happen? How do you? Because, how do you have this? 
Nigerian way of like, man, we got to do this. You know, I'm, I'm not about to put your business out, but you know, you, yeah. I know like you also, man. Well, I mean, because my thing is like at the end of the day, like I'm good, but I want to be great. And then like when you get to that, when, when you're good and then you get to great, you're back to being good again. So you're like, I want to be great again. And then you get back to good and then you're like, I want to be great again. So it's like a, you just keep wanting to level up and make yourself better. And like at some point, of course, it calms down and it stops. But as of right now, I'm still at a point where like I'm good, but I'm, I want to be great. Okay, uh, my 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 manager is trying to shout out to my manager right there uh, at the bio is one of one of the best one I have. He's been giving me some signs, so I'm going to wrap it up because okay, he's telling no me problem. I'm trying I'm trying to take out of the time. So what I want to ask you this: mm-hmm. you, you got to make it fast for me on this. What would you like to ask Nigerians that if you go to Nigeria? So this is a mm-hmm. question when people watch back home, you know they could put it on YouTube and like that. What are the questions you like to ask me back home? That you know, if I go to Nigeria, these are the things I would like to ask them. Do you have anything you have in mind that you like to try out for people? Um, or you think maybe they stereotype you've seen something online that you want to clear out to people back home? Like, I'm not if you have though, mm-hmm. if you don't let me know, I can ask you something else. But I'm just trying to create that room of maybe there's anything you like to ask Nigerians back home, or if you find yourself in Lagos, those are the things you know. <laughs> Um, if I'm back home, I'm asking you, where's the, where can we go eat? Like, what do you, <laughs> that's all I'm concerned about is like, I want to get the food, but like, honestly, like, I don't think there's anything I want to ask. I think if like in going to Nigeria, if I was to go, I just want to experience Nigeria. Like I want to be immersed in like what it's like to live in Nigeria, like your everyday hustle and bustle, because some people live in Nigeria and they live in lavish life and like, they don't have to want for anything. And then there's others who have to like, like six okay. o'clock in the morning, they're pounding the pavement, hustle, 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 hustle. And it's just like I want I want to know both aspects, like because at the end of the day, like you have that here, too. It's just a different level of it. Right. Because we're a little bit more governed here. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that there's a question that I have. It's just like, show me, show me, show me what you go through so I can understand better. Right. Because like I'll say like, oh, well, you you can do this and this and that. But it's just like I don't know. Because I've never lived it. I've never been in your shoes. Mm. So just show me so I can understand better. Because that's all I want to do. I just want to understand your life more so I can be more appreciative or just be more cognizant of, like, why you live the way you do or why you do the things you do or, or you know, things like that. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. It's been a privilege having you, Kitty, on, uh, on our channel. <laughs> uh, I believe we've really touched a lot of things. It's been wonderful sharing your experience with us. And shout out to every Nigerian American that was born in America that might have some things that they go through. I hope this I've given you room to realize you're not alone. And I hope you've been able to understand I'm just one part of Nigeria that's telling you my own experience about how we see ourselves. And I hope this I've created room for you to want to connect yourself with our community to get to know more about ourselves. And to all Nigerians that are being still and living in the stereotype world of how we think Americans see us or what we think. Katie has been somebody that has made us understand not every part, irrespective of what you might experience. There's still another part of like Katie out there that's willing to, you know, give it a try to get to know you and embrace our culture. And that's one thing we're preaching. And this is CTD Among Blacks. And my name is Oye Banji Akins. You can call me DJ Fresh. You can call me Fresh. And we are live in Houston, Texas, United States. It's been a privilege for me living in the United States. It's been a privilege living in H-Town. And for anywhere you might be representing your way, um, your city, your country, if you're watching us on YouTube, you could put your state, your city down, a shout out to that place where you are. And that will give us the room to get to know you and to connect with you and to know you're listening to us. And if you listen to us on audio, you can easily write us on ctdamongblacks at gmail.com to let you know 
you know, give us any word of encouragement you might have. We're open for that. You could reach out, tell us anything you think you've, you know, what you think we could try to amend or try to talk about on our channel. We're all open for that. Um, I'll wrap it up by saying this, like I always tell people, it doesn't have to make sense now, whatever you're doing, but make sure what you're doing is going to help the world and humanity. It's going to make sense in a couple of months, years, time that people will tell us, oh, I didn't see what you're doing. Now it makes a lot of sense. So don't get too tired. Don't lose hope. Just keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't have to make sense now, but definitely in the future, it will make a lot of sense. So I remain fresh until next episode. Thank you for listening to us and talk to you some other time.